0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, baby. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this whole thing works. Listen, you just got done with the holidays. That's right. Well, you didn't get done with them. You are full on into the holiday season. Thanksgiving's over. You got over the hump. You got through talking to Mama Bear about, you know, the guy that you're seeing, but you're not with, but you kind of fuck. And you don't want to have to tell her that. You know, you got through it. You did it. Give yourself a pat on the back. You did it. You got through your dad going, "Ah, any guys in your life? And then you go, come on, dad. You got through that. You ate the stuffing, you had the turkey, did the cranberries, you had Aunt Aunt Florence looking at you going, are you going to get married? You got through it. We're in it. It's December, baby. It's time to give the gift to J-Train. Tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, tell everyone about this show. We're doing it every Tuesday and Friday I got some dates coming up. Um, if you are in Los Angeles, that's right, LA, La La Land, we're there tonight for the Live You Up. Tomorrow, we are in San Francisco. Then we go to Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, Houston. If you're in any of those cities, get the group together. It's holiday time. It's the month where we drink every night. We go out every night. We meet new people Get out of the rut. You can sit inside all January, February. It's time to get out there. The weather outside is frightful, but the J train's delightful. You're gonna need some dating tips. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Go to the U Up Live. Um, other than that, um, my stand-up, Springfield, Mass., That's December 26th through the 28th. I'm in Springfield, Mass. Uh, January 2nd through 5th, Naples, Florida. Uh, January 17th through 18th, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, February, Nashville, San Diego. Um, And then that's it. So JaredFried.com, JaredFried.com. Very excited about today's guest. An OKP. We're taping, you know, I'm getting ahead because we're going to be traveling so much over the next few weeks. So got to get this OKP in, especially during the holiday shopping rush. Friend of the pod, Kyle Bergman, the creator of the great, fantastic Swovey Nation is in the house. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be back. How you doing? I'm good. Everything's good. You're wearing the swoveralls. overalls. We'll take a picture. For those that don't know, Kyle and I got connected through my brother. He is an entrepreneur. He created a business called The Great Fantastic, and they created something called the Swoveralls. overalls. Explain to the listeners that are new here, because when was the last time you were on? It was...
1: Uh it was pre pre Shark Tank, I think pre St. Pre St.
0: PST PST. You so <laughs> Kyle was on Shark Tank, yeah. um, and I you know what's funny about how the world works. Like I remember the first time you came on the show, I was like, oh, let me connect you with my friends Nick and Elise. Yep. they had been on Shark Tank, and for Bantam Bagels, and they had gotten a deal, and that kind of you know, change their business for what it is now. Now they're on all the Starbucks and then... But it's so funny because I remember connecting you guys and then like, who knows? You know, I don't sit there. I I think the worst type of people that connect people are the ones that like ask 700 times. Yeah. It's like the person that brings food to your dinner party and then asks if you tried the food. (laughs) Like, yeah, we know you made it. We get it. Like, we we don't need that at that, but... You guys, I had totally even forgotten about that. Then you're going back. Then you're like, you told me, you're like, I'm going on Shark Tank. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You have the best asset in the world because they can give you the, you the, the hits and tricks. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, when the opportunity to be on Shark Tank fell on my plate and then you introducing me to Nick was amazing. Because they told me this is what happens. This is
0: actually what happens. They give you the whole back you, yeah. behind the scenes thing. The things you don't know. Like I watch from home and I'm like, get him, Kevin. And then they're like doing Kevin's makeup, you know, yeah. like during the commercial.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you for nope, having me No, no, no. I didn't uh, say that to thank me. I'm telling that yeah. for the listeners to know how much of a godsend I am. Yes. <laughs> so, not. You're, you're the connector of connectors. That's right. Putting hands to, uh, palms to palms. So... <laughs> But I, I, I'm I pumped to have you back. We're going to have pictures on my Instagram of the Swo overalls. I want people to see them. It's the most comfortable leisure wear you could wear. It is a hybrid of sweatpants and overalls. Exactly. You nailed it. The comfiest thing you
1: never knew you needed so overalls are the glorious combination
0: of sweatpants and overalls into one beautiful masterpiece. You know, I love the you never knew you needed because this is something that you wouldn't buy for yourself. That's why if you're listening right now, maybe you buy it for yourself. I don't want to take people out of that game, <laughs> but I do think this is the perfect gift. If you're in the market, you're like, I got a dude in my life who's a dude, sits around, Eats food, breathes air. He's going to love the great fantastic. He's going to love the swivel rolls. And I got them right in front of me. They're new and improved. Every, you're always improving. Always. Always. Always in beta. Always I, in beta. <laughs> I mean, these are beautiful. And now you're you're teaching entrepreneurship at a college. You're a guest professor. How does that work? It, it's
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I'm an adjunct professor at St. Francis College in downtown Brooklyn. I'm teaching... Um, a bunch of 18 and 19 year olds. I
0: mean, does shark tank, is that like a resume item that gets you that position or is it because the company's done well? Like what, what gets you in the door there? I, I think it's a,
1: it's a combination of a couple of things. Being on shark tank certainly didn't hurt. Um, I was working out of an accelerator out at, um, in Williamsburg. Explain an accelerator to the listeners. They yes, might not thank you. know. So, uh, like, uh, like a we work for startups that
0: are very small and looking to grow their businesses. So so uh, so my understanding of that is someone's like, I own a warehouse. Okay. We need uh, we'll let you in the warehouse give me a percentage of your company, or are they saying pay rent? It, essentially give me a percentage of your company.
1: I'll, the the terms always vary, but I'll let you work in the warehouse, mm-hmm. and I'll
0: introduce you to people that might be able to help build your business. So that kind of becomes their book of business. Like exactly. the warehouse is their living, breathing portfolio. Exactly. That's very interesting, and and I would I would assume that helps everybody. Oh yeah. You know, to pay for a warehouse in New York City to be around that type of brain power and motivation—that's huge. So it, it's. I mean, the two
1: sides of the coin are, yes, I mean, some of the biggest companies that you've heard of come out of these types of accelerators, mm-hmm. but those are unicorns. Yeah. You're also kind of bankrolling companies that might never get off the ground. Of course. And then your
0: warehouse. This, well, this is yeah. a high risk type of environment. Exactly. But, those, but that's why motivated people are coming in there. No one's coming in there because they're not motivated. Yeah. Are people hooking up in that uh, environment? Uh, I, I think I like You any- don't have to say specifically But I'm saying I would think You got some hot shot people in there Highly educated They got some Some You know Something to burn They got to burn some energy At some point Absolutely I think like uh,
1: Like any holiday party Yeah Like no holds barred It's going yeah. down Yeah
0: Interesting. I, I I, think this is like the place for a TV show. This is a place for a reality show. Absolutely. I mean, like that all would work there. But that is, I mean, I like bringing you on the show because I think that, you know, the listeners, we don't have a lot of internet commenter listeners. We have get up and go people going and doing stuff. They're not ones that are going to make me. You know, some podcasts, you know, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to where, like, every week a, a new listener is making them artwork of the, <laughs> of what they look like. And I'm like, that ain't going to be the J Train podcast listeners. These guys are out at night doing shit. They have their own lives. We're involved in their commute at some point or their gym workout, yeah. you know. So I, I, I want everyone to get involved with the great fantastic. Uh, the SWO overalls are, I mean, I'm wearing them right now. They're fucking comfortable. They're the best things to wear on the couch. The best things to wear around the holidays. Your dad, your brother, your boyfriend, uh, your girlfriend. I women. Yeah, I mean, we I have
1: sixty percent of our sales are actually female.
0: That's. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, w- this is a very female, you know, laden audience. So, we're going to give you guys a deal. We're going to give you 19% off. That's one nine. 19% off if you use promo code JTrain19. All of this will be in the description of the episode, but JTrain19 gets you 19% off uh, the swoveralls and go to at swoverall underscore on Instagram. Uh, what's the website? Swoveralls.com Swoveralls.com And uh, let's do some show But you We also have You came on this show And one of my favorite listeners Yes Maddie Poppy Winner of American Idol Great story She Like Bought in first She was like I think these are the greatest And I always see her Wearing the Swoveralls On Instagram And I'm like Look at that That's another That's another connection so, you guys now keep in touch. We keep in touch. Maddie, oh, wow, I have,
1: I have an amazing story to tell you. She was in town recently. Okay, thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she actually, I, I was walking by Webster Hall down in the East Village and I saw Ingrid Michelson. Okay. She was playing at Webster Hall and I knew that Maddie was touring with Ingrid. Gotcha. She was opening for her. And so I DM'd Maddie and said, Hey, are you in town? Mm. And she said, Oh, my God, yes. You should come to my show. Holy shit. So she got me tickets. She got my girlfriend and I tickets, and we went, and we're watching her open for Ingrid. She's crushing it. She plays a few songs, and then she says, hey, I just want everyone to know, there's like 2,000 people in Webster Hall right now. The place is packed. Hey, there's a very special man in the audience. No fucking way. And he's standing right over there, and she points to me, and this light shines down. This man invented the greatest thing ever no kyle way. bergman invented sweatpant overalls they're called swoveralls everyone starts looking at me
0: no way yeah, you was, should have had them on you so you could hold bro, them I, up I, I was
1: i was wearing them I'm you always, were I, yeah i'm always wearing them it's free <laughs> advertising it was insane it was insane maddie who's that homeless guy it's crazy <laughs> you're so,
0: wearing them at the concert yeah, that's yeah.
1: hilarious who's that guy who looks like mario with the mustache i little, love it um yeah, Maddie's incredible. Every chance I get to pump her tires and promote her, I just started teaching at Flywheel. Okay. Yesterday, we're in a class. I'm playing like Dylan Francis heavy EDM beat drops. Sure. The next song that comes on, "A Postcard from Me" by Maddie Poppy. Love it. We're riding to it. Maddie's probably doesn't. She doesn't know this. She's this will be the first time she hears it, but. An amazing supporter of the brand. I, I love that. I girl. mean, I, I,
0: I. We've met. I mean, if you don't know the story, Maddie was with her mom at a show at a comedy club in New York. We met, and after the show, and she tells me she's a musician. She's like this, you know. I think she was probably eighteen, nineteen years old at the time. A couple years go by. She starts listening to the podcast. She's messaged me a few times, and then she messages me saying, "I'm going to be on American Idol. Do you mind like?" helping me out you know not even that like like hey if you could you know give a shout out or whatever i was like of course she ends up winning american idol like it's (laughs) fucking crazy uh and she's so talented so amazing and then she came back to new york she came to a show of mine and couldn't be nicer better so everyone if you listen to this podcast Go support Kyle, but also support Maddie because she's a fantastic artist. And uh, it's, you know, what I like is that everyone's doing stuff. Like you're hustling, she's hustling, I am. You know, I like people pursuing. So we're happy to have you on um, at Swoveralls underscore. Go, go, go. I need you right now at uh, swoveralls.com JTrain19. Here's your free money. 19% off. I mean, you're a professor now. Professor Kyle. Yeah. If oh, you, uh
1: the I also the J Train 19 will also work on Amazon. We're on Amazon too. There we go. So, com, whatever fits your fancy.
0: What is uh if there's an entrepreneur out there, someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, what's the number one piece of advice? Like what's the one thing that you're like what's your like you know, I know that's like a really wide question, but uh is there something that you know, you can encourage someone if they're like they want to start a business? Yeah. I um well, b- before I
1: answer this, I just want to also note one of the reasons I love coming on here. Mm. Every time after an episode airs, I get people that reach out asking me questions about business related stuff. And, and I told I, you I it's love a motivated it audience. And,
0: you know, I think everyone here wants, you know, we uh, we answer mostly relationship questions. But I think when people are asking relationship questions, they're talking about bettering themselves or bettering their you know how to uh, bettering their home place at the moment. So I do appreciate that, and I I just know because when I meet these people, no one's like a fucking bum. You know, no one who listens to this show is just like oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, like no, it's I, I, they're it's, out it's there, they're looking to do stuff. And, and yeah, so I like
1: my email, Kyle at the Great dot co. You can also DM me. I handle the Instagram account. You can reach out to Jared. He'll he'll put you in touch with me. If you have any questions about anything about how to start an Mm e-commerce apparel business, I'm an open book,
0: and I'd love to share everything. Love it. it. But hold on. Now you just reminded me. Didn't you go to a thing where Mark Cuban was at? Yeah, so I
1: graduated from NYU Business School last year and mm-hmm. Mark came and spoke there.
0: Okay. This was
1: prior to my episode airing on Shark Tank. This is, I remember we couldn't talk about this last year. Yeah, time. we couldn't yeah. talk about it. Because uh, <coughs> at that point, I didn't know if my episode was ever going to air. Mm-hmm. And we could talk about the, the complexities and stress related to Shark Tank and getting on there. Well,
0: Shark Tank, getting on doesn't mean you get on right they bring you in you tape a segment you don't even and then you don't know if it's ever going to air yeah exactly i mean that's stressful in itself you you're going from I have, I'm either going to have the biggest day of online sales or no day of online sales.
1: Exactly. And so I, I was introduced through a friend to one of the casting producers. Okay. There's three ways you get on Shark Tank. You either apply online, you audition in person, or like most things in life, you know someone who knows someone. There you go. I met this casting producer. He got me to the front of the line. He introduced me to producers that helped kind of create the
0: show. Mm-hmm. And this all You ha- also have a fun product. Yeah. That like on TV, like my producer I, I'm like yeah yeah, yeah I want no more exactly. You are a good looking guy, young, you know, energetic. Like you know, that's the type of person they want on the show. They don't want a dud. Well, and no one wants to work with a dud. You well, know, like this is like, and no one wants to date a data dud. I mean, if we're gonna give a name to this episode. Don't be a dud. <laughs> Because that's a, but that matters. You're out there shaking hands. You're meeting Maddie Poppy. You're going on. You got the assistant, you know, casting director. You know, you're out there. That's part of this whole thing. Yeah, and you got to play in traffic if you want to get hit.
1: But uh, yeah, to, to your point, I will tell you that there there is a strategy. The producers also will put a dud on the show. Because they're like, oh, the sharks are going to tear this person apart. So if you've ever seen an episode where you're like, this person is... Had no shot. Yeah, yeah, they... I just saw one the other day. The peanut butter guy. I haven't seen that one. So they got (laughs) a guy.
0: I thought it was a great product, but they didn't give the guy a fucking chance.
1: Really? He came
0: on. He was like, yeah, I'm an inventor and I made this peanut butter pump because I was (laughs) tired of having to put the knife in the peanut butter jar. And I was like, this is a great idea. And all of them, like the minute... If you go watch a segment, you're like... Oh, they are like not really respecting this guy. Yeah. yeah. You could kind of feel it. So, what happened with Cuban?
1: So, Cuban, uh, all the sharks were, were really respectful and, and cool during the episode and, and the taping of the segment. And a few months go by. So, I, I walk off the set from filming. Mm-hmm. I spent about 30 minutes in front of the sharks. The you don't f- get a deal. I don't get Spoiler a deal. Spoiler alert. I don't get, yeah, I don't get a deal. Uh, I don't even get an offer. And part of what doesn't show in the edit is that the Sharks were like, wait, you've done all of this on your own and you just graduated from business school and you were a buyer at Bloomingdale's. Why do you... It's not clear why you need one of us. You're doing a great job. Like, keep going.
0: Yeah. Sometimes the advice, which is very interesting to that, is they're like, you're making money. Yeah. Like, why do you need us? And, you know, the reason for them is introductions and... Of course. And, and also course. bankroll. Exactly. You know, so yeah. like, you know, yeah. I... But I do understand where they're like, "Hey, uh, you're self-sufficient. The boat's out to sea. You know, keep making hundred grand a year." Yeah. You know, they, they say that to a lot of people. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so that um, that was a, a, an amazing experience. I walked off the set. The producers go, "Great job. You mm. made good TV. We'll let you know if it airs. It might never air." And fast forward six months go by. It's the beginning of April, 2019, mm. and they say, "Hey, Kyle." great news your episodes airing in two weeks no fucking i way. had no inventory oh and, no and so you hear about like scrub daddy squatty potty these companies that made a million dollars in a day from yeah. airing that wasn't the great fantastic because we could only offer pre-order on our site so we had a hundred thousand people come to my site within three days of it yeah. airing and they're seeing hey if you order them now you'll get them in six to eight weeks like and no one wants to hear that i i mean no i've I, you know yeah. you
0: see that and you go do I really want this? Hey, here's the thing with, you know, purchasing anything. You you know, we're all and I talk about this with some of the sponsorship stuff we we deal with Fab Fit Fun. Yeah. And a lot of it's a, you know, is a little bit of a you have to get over the hump to spend money. Yeah. You have to go, ah, uh, you know, the minute someone says to me, yeah, it's going to take six weeks. I go, "Do I need do I need to do this now?" Now, now my motivation is kind of Lacking. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, but you had to have done well. It hasn't been of good. Oh, it,
1: it was. I mean, we still did. There were hundreds of people that were still like $95 for sweatpants overalls, but I have to wait two months. I'm in. Yeah. Game Sign over. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Um, and it, was, it also helped that it was April and it was starting to get warmer. And although they're like a non-seasonal product, people were like, I can wait. I can I, wait yeah, a little
0: yeah. bit. I, I think uh, we're right. If you're listening right now, you're going to look at these and go, I need these while i'm under yeah. the christmas tree or under the hanukkah bush and I we, need these on my body. And we and
1: now for the first time in the 2 years since this business started in peak swovie season. Yes. We have stock in all colors and sizes. Every
0: color so, and size. That's right. swoveralls.com so tell the cuban
1: story real quick. Yeah, yeah. So cubes comes to NYU uh, and he was invited by a professor there, and he's speaking to an auditorium of like 500 people. And at the end of his speaking engagement, they let people ask him questions. I knew I, ha- I had a heads up from a friend that he was coming. Mm. Uh, Mark Cuban went to Indiana. Yep. He's a huge fan of a Hoosier fan. Yep. When I was on Shark Tank, he mentioned, Oh, I used to wear overalls all the time in college. I would put my little. Mickey flask right here. They were great. I'd go to basketball games. And so knowing I was going to see him, I got a maroon pair of swoveralls embroidered with the IU logo on the front. Oh shit. And I ask him a question. I get up in this auditorium in front of Mark Cuban and I say, Hey Mark, I don't know if you remember me, but I had the opportunity to pitch my company to you a few months back. And he just looked at me like, didn't, like he had never seen of me before. Of course, I mean, how many yeah. people is he getting
0: pitched by a, yeah. I, I, a minute? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I say, and I, my only question to you is, will you accept this pair of Indiana Hoosier swivel rolls? And he, he's like, yeah. And so I went down, I shook his hand, I gave him to him. And it was a little bit of a moment. I also gave him my investor deck right there, and I was like, boom, yeah. And then he, we, I have his email, M Cuban.
0: He, well, he checks his email yeah, you, Anyone can email it M- yeah.
1: mcubin at gmail.com
0: He'll, uh, he'll he respond responds. Yeah. Did he respond to you? Yeah So you wrote him Hey, met you yesterday Just want to follow up Yeah Hope you enjoy the pants And he wrote back He wrote back He said, I'm still not interested <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah but, he, but he's like, look, you, Kyle You don't need outside investment He wrote this much? Yeah how much I mean I would expect like cause I know about the email I know that you can anyone can email him and I know he does get back to people I thought it was just like like a smiley face or a heart
1: so I mean
0: he, you should frame this email I know I know we're
1: here I'll, this is what this is what he said let's hear what I, he said I, I wrote I wrote a saga to him
0: of, well to me that's a mistake but I uh, yeah no, I, <laughs> I totally
1: agree totally agree uh he said but this is
0: like you know i you know to kind of bring this back to the podcast why people listen um you know there's a lot of people i hear this from women a lot they're like well i'm i'm i, I don't I want to be too aggressive there's this thing of like i don't want to be too aggressive and then there's this other thing of like i'm the one i i, I just call it how it is and it's like there's a, there's a there's a middle to that stuff. There's a there's a nuanced way to go about it. Going to the event that's already planned. You're not running up to Mark Cuban in the street and going, "Take my fucking pants." You know, like you're not doing that. You're that. You know, to me, that's the equivalent of the girl going, "Well, I just say it how it is." And it's like, you know, guy or girl, but I'm just I'm putting this in female terms because the women seem to like that. Write in. I'm going by the emails that I get. they'll, yes, they'll It'll yes. be. It'll be. I don't want to be too aggressive or the other side of the dial, which is I don't want to be, I'm the aggressive one. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. And it's like that. the equivalent of that, the get the fuck out, I'm I'm the aggressive one, is going up to him in the street and and, and hunting him down. The I don't want to be too much is not showing up to the event he's planned to be at. Yeah. The, the perfect thing is going up to him respectfully during the thing and going, hey, I want to give these to you as a gift, and here's my investor deck. And, and he can politely decline, and which is what he did. But I, I think it's something that speaks to what a lot of people are going through. Where it's like, hey, I, I don't want to be too much, but I don't want to be nothing. And it's like, you know the way to go about it. You know what a jury of your peers would look at you and go, that's not crazy at all. So what did he write back? So I,
1: I like the Reader's Digest version of what I wrote him was, thank you so much for accepting the pair of swivel rolls, here sure. he, he, he are my sales, yada, yada. He responds and says, I will wear them and see if I change my mind. But the reality is it's a very simple e-commerce play. They either sell or they don't. You either get a return on your ad dollars or they don't. You shouldn't need outside investment, comma, Kyle. That's it. And it was great. That's, yeah, I mean he is so to the point. But no that's bullshit. what you, that's all I, you I, want. Exactly, you know, you yeah. know,
0: the thing is, you only want more if you uh don't want to work. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, exactly you, know, yeah. you only want more from that email if you wanted a gift to be given you. You don't want that. No. You no. go, hey, and and I I think, you know, I'm I'm trying to connect this to relationships because I think this is all relationship stuff. Absolutely. Because if you say to someone, hey, I want to go on a date, and they go, uh, because you want to go on a date and then they go, Hey, I, I don't know. I got busy this week. I'm busy. And then you go, no problem. We know when you're ready. Yeah. I need to get to the date. Like it's not you. I'll find someone else who's good enough to go with me. Yeah. So yeah. let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So Overalls.com. We're getting the emails late. Let me, let me start. Let, let's pay our rent. We're sponsored people. <laughs> The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Upstart. Most of us find out the hard way getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, a revolutionary lending program that knows you're more than just your credit score. I mean, this must speak to you a little bit. You have to get loans. You have to go try and get money. People look at your credit score. Your credit score isn't really the whole story of you no, and no. that's where upstart come in upstart interest rate is based on your education and job history not your credit score upstart doesn't care about the bills you didn't pay five years ago they care about the person you are now and give you a rate based on that plus they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score that's huge best part once the loan is approved most people get their funds the very next business day the next day over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their weddings, or to make large purchases. With Upstart, you can free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment. This is huge. I mean... I, I love this. I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm using this code. You're, I, I mean, you're, you're a professor of entrepreneurship. Uh, yeah. What holds people back more than a high-interest you know, credit card debt? That's that's the number one thing to hold you back. If you can lower that that interest, you're fucking winning. So Upstart's going to help you do that. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. Hurry to Upstart.com slash JTrain. Upstart.com slash JTrain. Upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Check your rate. Only take a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash JTrain. Love that sponsor. Professor needs to attend Dr. JT's office hours for Dating 101. I picked this because I'm with the professor right now. I love it. (laughs) Huge fan of the podcast, Feather, Feather. I never pass up a chance to spread your gospel and tag a bitch. Thank you. After spending my whole life in the Northeast, I moved to Colorado by myself this summer to start a job as a college professor. I've gotten involved with the community, have made some friends, love my job. My dating inevitably comes up whenever I talk to my family and friends back home or even my older coworkers here. I'm happy living on my own life right now, but all of that, the questioning does make me a little anxious about everything getting back into about eventually getting back into dating. I'm 29. I went straight from college to grad school to a postdoc, grad school 2.0. So my friends and, bo- and my boyfriends have always been part of the si- si- some kind of university-affiliated cohort, small groups of similar-age people with fairly similar interests and career paths. It made things really easy, but now that I'm a part of the quote-unquote real world, I feel s- socially stunted. This feels like a crazy question to ask, but how do women in their late 20s, early 30s meet single men? I should add that I really do not want to use dating apps where my students might be able to find my profile. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but as a young female professor, that just feels like putting too much of my personal life on display. Sorry for the long email. Looking forward to hearing (laughs) your thoughts. So what do we think? Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, you've met new people, you are involved with so many different things. Is all your social dependent on your work and all the hustles you got going on?
1: Uh no. No, it's I it's not. I mean, it's it's I th- I think it's really important to have a balance for for one's own sanity mm. to be able to step away from from all of that. Uh I mean, moving to Colorado to teach higher education, it just seems like a breeding ground to find someone that you're compatible with, but, yeah. not, but on your own terms and at your own time. I don't, I don't know if, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I hope his classes that he teaches are... This is a woman. This is a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. She, it, it was a saga. Yeah, this is a saga. How do women in their late 20s, early 30s meet single men? She moved to Colorado by herself this summer to start a job as a college professor. I I understand her problem with the apps. I understand what she's saying. I think she's wrong. I think um, you can have a dating app profile and not... And like, listen, kids see their teachers out in the real world. There was nothing weirder growing up than seeing your teacher at, like, CVS. Oh, man, freaking... You're like, oh, you don't just, like, stay in the classroom? Yeah, yeah, you have have real clothing that's not (laughs) khakis? Yeah. You wear shorts? Like, there's, you know, so I understand they're more afraid of you than you are of them. It's like with a bumblebee. Like, they see, you know, like, when they see you, they don't want to see you either on the dating app. They're going to look at your profile. They're going to go... Let's see what you, you know, like, but also this is also a thing of like going back to the too much versus not enough. You're not going to make a dating profile that's you in a thong bikini, you know, looking back with your finger in your mouth. That's not going to be, you know, so no student is going to look at your profile and go like and like be like, oh my, like they're going to go, no, this is a woman who wants to find a man or, you know, whatever she she said, a man in her email. So like. I don't think she should be embarrassed of that. Also, you're in different age brackets. Like, yes, you're going to have a college kid who's like, I'm putting 50 as like a fucking whatever. But like, you're not going to avoid that person. Like, that person's a piece of shit. Everyone knows her. You know, like, I don't think you should be this like, you you, you don't have to protect yourself more than the kids would. You know, I, I it seems like you're doing a little too much. Plus, you're in a new city. Like, Make a dating profile. Get on one of the apps. Go on Hinge. Make your parameters. You you don't have to see them. Make your parameters like 28 to 40. And, you know, browse through that. I would also say to her, dig into the group of friends that you're making in the new town. Go out together. Plan an event. Everyone has a couple friends in their town. You might be new to Colorado, but your coworkers aren't. Yeah.
1: Join the softball
0: team. Go Join the softball team. Go do karaoke night. Do karaoke night. Create events with the friends you've made, okay? Because those events that are public or are out there, you're going to meet more people that way. I also love how she she's doing her right now. She's yeah. like,
1: I'm not really that focused on this. And I I believe in my relationship history, I've always had success when I'm not, thinking about it 24 7 or constantly yeah. looking it's like what, like fishing to a degree you keep pulling on the line
0: yeah so just she's you know I, it's real. like when you have ideas they happen in the shower exactly. while you're doing something else yeah. while you're cleaning your body it's the same thing with relationships they usually happen while you're doing something else while you're busy with something else so if you're hanging out with friends if you're interested in you know if i'm her ski weekend Go go to a fun place with some of the other professors. Yeah, the lodge. Go you know. go to yeah. Are you uh, opera <laughs> ski? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What's a better week? <laughs> you're going to see groups of guys. You're going to meet group, and then your group is going to have other groups. They're going to you know go with other fun people to do fun things. Also, you might go. Her response if your rebuttal is well, they're all married. Well, all their husbands have friends, so. Yeah. That's another way. If you want to... You could stay in the negativity zone, but I I can find a positive for every negative you'd bring up. But I think like digging into that group of people that you're meeting there, also sometimes the answers are in the email. Something she said that's very specific. I moved and now all these questions are coming about, you know, who cares? Yeah, I'm single. I'm I'm having fun. That's all you gotta say.
1: The other thing... Uh, and I'm kind of speculating here, but Colorado—the people that live there—for the most part, I believe, have such an active lifestyle. Yeah. If you live in New York City, you, you go to you go to the bar, you go to like sure, a, and you and you find someone there. In Colorado,
0: I feel like people just go on a hike. And they're, you meet <laughs> and you meet. Somewhere. They're definitely a more active group. Um, also, like it's it's still football Saturdays. Go to a football Saturday at an alumni bar. Hang out where, you know, you're at you're University of Colorado, maybe. I don't know where you are, but like wherever college you are, let's do a football Saturday with some of the professors. That's fun. Go I to a bar it. that's the alumni bar. I love it. And then they go, the people come back. And they go, or they, get, you know, they go out to watch the game. Hey, did you go to college? No, I'm actually a professor at the school. And I just moved here from the Northeast. You have a story that's interesting right away. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at GMA.com. Here with Kyle Bergman. Friend of the pod, Swoveralls, Swoveralls.com, at Swoveralls underscore 19 for that, that 19% off. Reaching out to an ex over the holidays. <coughs> Huge fan of both of your pods, and I drove three hours to see you for one of your U-Up shows, no big deal. Love it. My ex-boyfriend wow. and I dated for almost three years long distance, except in the summers. And so I guess they were together in the summers. Like a, like a, a
1: Greece, like a John Travolta. This is
0: <laughs> Sandy yeah. writing in. Uh, and met when we were in college. We were both from the same city and both of our families live here. I had been in, out in the real world working for a year in our hometown when he broke up with me. He was a grade younger than me, so he was at the beginning of his senior year of college when he ended things over FaceTime. Ouch. It was tough and a little messy after the fact for both of us, but there was never any resentment or anger near the end. Nothing bad happened to prompt the breakup. We were both fatigued from long distance. We tried to be friends right after the breakup, but I had too many feelings for him and I had to take myself uh, time for myself. It also helped that we were separated by hundreds of miles. We haven't talked in almost a year, but we still watch each other's stories. I love how important that note is. We that haven't is, talked. That is so important. That it is, is important. It, that yeah hundreds of miles away we haven't talked in almost a year but still watch each other's stories like that is the great American 2019 love tale I know. flash forward a year and a half after the breakup I've been dating my current boyfriend who is amazing for about four months my ex also got into another relationship after we broke up and now lives in a different state I know he will be home over the holidays and it has me thinking about this being a realistic time to reach out to him he has a lot of pride and is very respectful so I don't think he would ever be the one to reach out to me since he knows how much I was hurt over the breakup I genuinely miss him as a friend and want to catch up as i think of him from time to time i hear stories on your pod of people remaining friends with an ex is it okay to reach out to an ex that you are on good terms with to catch up over a meal is this appropriate to do if they have broken up with you um how much time needs to pass before you would reach out regardless if you were the dumpy or the dumper um she sent some pictures very cute shelby's not here for a celeb alike. We kind of went over this on You Up um, a couple weeks ago. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, I, I don't I don't think there's... I don't know the reason for the meal. What do you think? I, this,
1: this type of dilemma fascinates me because there is some evolutionary uh, trait that I lack. Mm-hmm. And that this woman has okay she, and, it, and it has to do with the relationship's over, but I still want to be friends in some way. and maybe it's it's a it's a guy thing. I, I think there are some I, I know I have guy friends that are, are friends with their significant other after the relationship is over, but I am too much of a Neanderthal to be able to renounce any sort of carnal desire mm. and getting dinner is just it, i can't even conceive. Do
0: you think and i this is a theory of mine that the only reason she wants to do this is cuz he shows up on her story watching page every day. Like i'm i'm this is a new thought. Like i'm this is a theory, but like to me there's one of those things where it's like like if I have something in the fridge, if I have leftovers in the fridge, I get back from dinner. I'm like, I'm full. Throw it in the fridge. I'm, I'm not a big leftovers guy, by the way. But if I come back from a place and I put the leftovers in the fridge and I go, I'm not, I'm not hungry. And then a day goes by and I go, I'm trying to be healthy. Then another day goes by and I'm like, just a little bit. And it's just because it's staring at me. If it was in the fridge, if I had just left the restaurant and thrown it away and gone, you don't want to have this ever again. Just stop with it. I would never think of chicken lo mein. Mm -hmm. I would never think of it. And then maybe a year later, someone would go, do you like chicken lo mein? i go, oh, I had that great one at that restaurant that one time. I would go back, but it's far away. I don't really, you know. I like other food. You know, like, I, I, like. do you think there's something to that?
1: 100%. Yeah, the, I mean, the psychology of her scene. But let's pretend she's Susie Homemaker. She spends every Tuesday standing in front of the sink, washing the dishes. She's looking out at the street. And this guy who she used to date always walks by, and he turns to the left and pauses for a second and looks at her through the window, and then he keeps going. And, like, that, yeah. that connection for a second on a weekly basis or daily keeps him in her mind yeah and, but if he was never there
0: yeah and no one looks at a story watch as a negative thing no everyone looks at someone watching their story going yeah they probably loved it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like they're interested like not yeah. that they loved it but that they're interested no one like if I see someone watching my story I don't think of them going fuck them swipe right you know the only time you think fuck them is when they unsubscribe when they stop following you or when they mute you and you stop seeing their face and 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 because they're watching i think
1: those embers are still a little warm but it's not they're not platonic
0: embers it's not it's not the same it's not you know maybe they do like seeing you but they don't want to take any effort above seeing you on stories yeah you know and you look at it and you go well they're watching they must they must like me still as a friend and it's like not even that. There's people I watch on stories that I would never get coffee with. Are you kidding me?
1: You you almost watch it because you're like, oh, God, I just hate this person so much. There's people you watch because of yeah, that. And it, it makes you feel a little better. Yeah. Like, oh
0: there, the, listen, there's all versions of watching. Yeah. But to me, where she's like, I. she says, I'm in a four-month relationship where everything's great, but then you notice that he watches every day. And it's like, and you have all this animosity. Past it you not anymore. She says, but at the, when the breakup happened, it was a hurtful breakup. I don't think this dinner gets you anywhere. I I think you only want to have the dinner, or the interaction with an ex, to see where that could go. Like, what type of friendship is this going to be? And like, what is your boyfriend going to say? Is he going to go if you said, oh, I met up with a friend? And you go. And he goes, "Oh, cool! Uh, how do you know him?" Well, we actually used to date in college. And he watches my stories every day. And yeah, if you were completely <laughs> honest, and he watches my stories every day, so I reached yeah. out, and then I asked him to go to dinner. Your boyfriend would go, you a- you reached out. Like, there's a difference between the world reconnecting you and you reconnecting it. Like, sometimes it feels like with social media, we have the ability to force the world in the direction we want it to go. Totally. And. That's not really that healthy I don't think.
1: The the other thing and I this is like coming from a guy whose context is one email, but I think deep down she it still wants some sort of physical Connection there.
0: That is very male thing where, it's very it, male. you know, if a woman got in touch with me, I go, oh, she's still not over. Oh my <laughs> God. Look what this penis did to her. You know, like, that's not fair. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. And I, but and it's I, I, the male carnal I, thing where it's exactly. like, I don't think your ex is going to get that call from you after you've been, like, he's re- seeing that you watch his stories too. So you guys are, you guys are social media wise, you guys have, Decided there hasn't been a peace treaty written But there's an understanding of a peace treaty Just because you've nicely Watched each other's stories So that's really what that means to each other I, but, And I think the dinner And the last thing I'll, I'll say on this topic
1: Because we didn't talk about the Her new boyfriend is amazing yeah. So I wonder if this is her Like oh by the way Like, I, like for, I'm over it I have no more animosity My new boyfriend is incredible And I mm. want to tell you that in person and I want yeah, to do I don't, about,
0: like who wants that dinner? Yeah. I don't want I don't, to be at that yeah, fucking dinner. We're going to hear about your new boyfriend, how incredible he is.
1: Yeah. I'd rather just watch your stories.
0: I think <laughs> if, I, if I'm her, I unfollow and I mute him from watching my stories. I don't think you're fully over it. I don't think you... What is this? Throw what, the low main out of the fridge. Throw it away. <laughs> throw away the low main. It's time. Yeah. It's time. I don't know what you're getting out of this. The not the dinner. What are you getting out of the relationship right now? The story watching relationship. You're getting curiosity. Curiosity that you don't really need to have. You've already f- you you were curious once before and it ended. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast topic. Okay. Here we go. My boyfriend hasn't given me any ideas for Christmas presents. I told him I want an Apple Watch. And he's like, cool, done. So he mentioned away luggage but also said he doesn't want me to get it because he wants to get it later when he needs it and can pick it out. Picky, I get it. Uh, So what do guys actually get excited about opening? I could get them some clothes, sure. But I at least want one wow present. After all, I did ask for an Apple Watch. Any good ideas? A little background? We've been together about two years. He'll be doing Christmas with my family. Thanksgiving will be at his, so I don't know if that helps in the decision-making process on what to get, but everyone else tells, uh, everyone else tells you their story, so there it is. Happy Holidays. What do you think? <coughs> I mean, we're obviously going to say Swo overalls is a great <laughs> wow product. J-Train 19, get you 19% off, but you know, you're working with a lot of you used to work with Bloomingdale's. Yep. Birchbox. Birchbox. Yeah. What do men like to get?
1: Oh, uh, man, it's tough. I mean, even personally, I I feel like I'm hard to get gifts for because I don't... I never really have like a list in my head or yeah. specific things. One one thing that I always kind of think about around the holiday season is these monthly subscriptions, like getting like... uh like a like a different cured salami every month for a year. So
0: I've done that for my dad. Did he like my it? brother and I? We do uh, meat of the month club. I and love that. Jerky of the month club. Yeah. I love that too because I, I and I am the same way. I don't really want for anything. Like there's nothing. I'm sitting here going, man, if only Konica would come quicker, I could get that one thing. I don't really, I've never really lived that way. I've been spoiled my whole life. So, um, (laughs) if if my parents were always like, if you need it, go get it. Like, stop, you know, whatever. So, like, gifts were never really an important thing in my life. Uh, I know other people are different with that stuff. Um, But I think a lot of guys are kind of that way where they're like, I don't know, you know, what do I want? I don't know. I I mean, if I love that. The, the, The monthly clubs, though, it is a nice thing. We got my dad jerky of the month. We got him pickles of the month. We got him like spreads once. We 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 like exhausted all the monthly clubs. We've we've come to the end of the I, month I, club I, thing. I love it. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. It, right? uh, I, if she wants to do
1: something like in the experiential realm, but still kind of hit the the essentials, I think brands like Bonobos can do like a, like bring your boyfriend. We we'll get him sized up, and he gets like a hundred and fifty dollar credit or whatever. whatever. Well, I like that, and, and and he can pick out everything because he's mm-hmm. picky. Mm-hmm. And you're with them, and he, and everyone wins.
0: Yeah, I so. like that fitted suit, fitted. You know yeah, that that's yeah. all feels good, and then he looks nice for you too. Yeah, I, I've always been with you know newer relationships. I've always been on the side of like experience gifts because. You don't have to give them back after you break up, so like, and plus you both get to do something together, so it like, enhances the relationship. So I've always thought for like a newer relationship, like, you know, go skiing together, go do a dinner together, like that's always. But th- where she's talking about in this relationship, where she's like, I'm getting an Apple Watch, okay, how do I, you know, stand up to an Apple Watch? I don't know uh, if he's a working guy, get him something. Guys like useful things too. Yeah, jerky, feed me pickles feed me monthly club learn something new every month whiskey of the month learn something new wine of the month learn something new useful items suit that's fitted to my body i'm gonna wear that once a week for the whole year you know
1: like those i think those are all helpful here's here's another idea get him something that he can use when he's with his friends example get him a new putter Mm. or something that so you're you're saying hey i know you love playing golf and you don't do it with me here's something that i want you to enjoy while you do that thing
0: yeah I, i i mean jess my girlfriend got me um like my luggage that i used to go away that's like a useful gift that
1: like yeah i love every time you go to the the carousel the baggage carousel you're thinking of
0: jess I don't check bags, but, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's get real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're right. And then also the Betches got me I Airpa, uh, uh, AirPods. AirPods. Nice. AirPods. If you're going to buy some, if someone doesn't have AirPods, get them fucking AirPods. I, 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 I think those are, fa- or the ones uh, we have, they sponsor this show. Um, if you go back through our backlogs. <laughs> There's like the, uh, the ones that sponsor the show are a little bit cheaper and are just as good. I have those too. So um, those are great. I, yeah. But I, I think useful things for guys, that's what gets a guy going. Like, oh, I, I you know, and then I use it every day. You know, like that's something that guys really value. We're sponsored people. Ooh, holiday season. This is the time of year you got to get. Here's the thing. All of us are eating and drinking a little bit too much this time of year. It, it happens. But Noom, Noom, Noom is the perfect thing to get involved with right now. Because if you'll remember we had the uh, Autumn Calabrese. She gave great advice on the podcast about like how to eat during the holidays. She's like have one plate. Like those are the type of tips that are actionable tips that the person who tells you to do, you know, what the fuck is it called? We were talking about it before. Not on the podcast, off show.
1: Uh, actionable tips? No,
0: the thinking eating. Intuitive. Intuitive eating. Intuitive, Go yeah. fuck yourself intuitive eating. Yeah, if we were intuitive, we wouldn't be fat, gross pieces of shit that we are now. So, So listen to me right now. I need you to get Noom because Noom knows you're not intuitive. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Noom knows you're not I think I yelled so loud That Siri was like Are you okay <laughs> oh. Noom knows in, Intuitive eating Bothers me so much That is That's that's called Get a psychologist That's not the same That's not That's not a fitness help Intu- Intuitive eating Is something that you just do
1: Without really Giving it any thought And so how did You yeah, just But I'm thinking about wh- this
0: Every minute of every day yeah. So go fuck yourself Intuitive eating people <laughs> Noom knows that you need a little reminder. It knows it needs to be the nudge in your side. Mark down what you ate. Track your calories. It has the biggest calorie tracker that you could ever find on an app. It, has, um, it's, it, it tells you to weigh in every morning. It's that little annoying nudge that you need to remind you that, hey, you might ate bad last night, but it ain't going to happen again this morning. You might have done bad for Thanksgiving, but it ain't going to be this week. Yeah. You might be doing bad for Christmas, but it ain't going to be before you get there. So what I, that's what I love about Noom. It's changing how you think about it, not in the way of someone going, well, when you're full, just stop. Shut up. Noom is going to tell you how it is. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial right now. Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash J-Train. Noom.com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? It's a free trial. Visit Noom.com slash J-Train. Take a spin around the site. Start your free trial today. That's Noom.com slash j It's the last weight loss program you need. I love what they're doing. I, I can't recommend Noom enough. Here with Kyle Bergman. The great, fantastic, at Swoveralls underscore, at Swoveralls underscore threesome relationship with a married couple wow first of all love your podcast and love your stand-up i've been dying to have something to actually write into you about but i've recently been dating super nice boring jewish men <laughs> 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 Oy, <Cavalt. laughs> men that i've been taken uh, that i've taken with me to see you at comedy cellar in new york city who now love you checks off feathering nuts thank you love that Anyways, to to the good stuff. I recently matched with a married couple on a dating app. The guy made a profile with photos and answered prompts about the two of them. They're hot. They're looking to bring a third woman into their marriage in a meaningful way, a.k.a. not casual sex, but a relationship type of situation. Holy shit. I have literally never done anything like this. I'm your basic 20-something straight Jewish law student who has who's had her mix of serious relationships and casual hookups. Crucial details so you know how happily basic I am. For some reason I think this would be fascinating to try out. I'm very open person, think I'd kind of be it would be kind of connect uh, nice to connect with people who love and respect each other. Am I off my rocker for wanting to go on a date with them? I'm trying not to get into a relationship where I know I'm only doing it for attention and security. Is this me trying to date not one but two people just for security and attention? Help. Also would love a celeb lookalike. I I mean he's not here. She's very pretty. She's gorgeous. Um and she's about to get down. So what do you think of the situation, Kyle? I mean, this is like wow. a porno that I wrote. Wow, I know. This has got to be made into a feature. This I mean, has got to be a film. This is also like a New York thing, major city thing. The you know, there this world does exist here. I'm not saying it's like a a real world. I'm not saying it's like a huge world, but it is you can find whatever you're into here. Yeah, Um, what are your first thoughts? Any thoughts? Should she do it? What do you think?
1: The thing I find so interesting about the request from the couple is that they're looking for a meaningful relationship. Yeah. Uh. So what is see to me?
0: Any couple like this who's that open? They're like almost so scientific about sex and so out there about sex that it's a little. They're a little weird. Like, 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 I I mean, like, they have no, like, they're so communicative. And, like, here's the thing I've, I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. The, the people that are into this type of sexual world where, like, the open relationship, the, you know, they are not, you know, they're like going to sit you down and go, so here are the rules that we've placed out. And, like, that's like the normal, abnormal thing of this. They're going to place the rules in front of you. They're going to go, you can't look him in the eyes during sex, but you can look her in the eyes, but you have to pet our dog while you're fucking us. And it's like, they have this yeah. so... If they're doing this throuple thing that they're claiming that they're doing. and And I would also say, you should be on guard. Like, I'm not telling you to go on a date with two people in their home. Like... You know i just be you know you have to be careful you have to be i would if you go meet them meet them for coffee and get a vibe from them you know go meet them publicly don't just go to their apartment because they're like well we're having a dinner party then you get there and like all the severed heads are everywhere of other women they've told they want to have a meaningful relationship with (laughs) you know like you know when you 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 picked out the same thing i picked out which is the meaningful relationship thing that's almost, you know, you're almost looking for the girl who's never done this before. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think she, I, I, I think uh, she should definitely see a, a little farther, how the rabbit hole, like, ha- just go a little bit farther down. And let's see, yeah. go, get, get
0: coffee. Feel it out. Maybe coffee. Stay sober. Mm. Uh, maybe bring a friend. Like, I, I don't know. I Yeah. Both of us are on the side of safety. Yeah. So I think we can confidently say that that we're both like, hey, this is hot. Anything hot has its drawbacks too. There's there's risk to everything you do. Some things are too good to be true. She's like, look at me. I'm the basic Jewish girl, and I found these people that are going to be the most protective version of a throuple. And it's like, ah, I don't know. You know, I will see. You know, she. What do you think about? It? Is it Kristen Stewart
1: or Kirsten Stewart from? Uh Twilight, is that who she kind of looks like? A little bit, a little bit of
0: that. A little Twilight she's uh, cute,
1: yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah, definitely go for it. Bring a, bring a taser <laughs> or something,
0: yeah. Just I would get their vibe because, like, you might get there and go, Oh, this is like this is a little too mathematical for me. This isn't the romantic. Because what you're gonna find with any of these things, it's always too good to be true, yeah, you know, like, oh, like, like the people that per- push open marriages, open relationships, like you know, you meet those people and I, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm not saying there aren't happy people doing that, but I am saying it's less than the people. They they get talked about more than it actually happens.
1: Yeah. Man, fucking New York City, man. I, I have a friend. Listen to this. Yeah. I have a friend. Yesterday, we were hanging out and he says, I got to go to a bachelorette party. And I said, mm. Wait, I, what do you mean you're going to a bachelorette party? He goes, oh, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought I told you this, but I pose nude for these bachelorette parties. It's like it's like paint <laughs> night. All the girls come. He stands there naked. He's really good-looking... I'm sure he's not... Yeah, I'm sure he's good-looking. And I'm like, this fucking city, I can't believe it. Uh, a uh, potential recommendation for this girl as well, there is... Uh, I, re- I think I read this in The New Yorker. There is like a, I guess for all intents and purposes, a sex club in the city called Chemistry. Okay. Have you heard, have you heard of this? No, I haven't. <laughs> and I think it's... You can't apply as a single guy. You can only apply as a couple or if you're a single female. Well, this
0: is the thing. This is always the case with these like uber sexual things where it's like there's a lot of rules. They're going to be like, they're going to put their like, I've been tested paperwork on yep. the table. Like, this is, she's like, I'm the most basic. I, I've never, I never thought I'd be in this type of thing. And it's like, well, you're interested. You're looking at the, you're on the, dating website with couples so obviously you were thought thinking of this a little bit but also you come to find out that this is like they're speaking different languages yeah yeah but it's interesting i i think safety is your number one concern but also understanding like hey uh you know you don't know this dynamic sometimes just the way they wrote it isn't going to be the whole story yeah no totally totally (laughs) jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com let's do one more let's do it here with Kyle Bergman at swoveralls underscore on Instagram go follow go support jtrain19 get that free money people okay get involved right now get that free money
1: swovies
0: that's right Please help decode this man's intentions. You ready? I'm ready. I went to college with this guy. I actually dated his roommate for a little bit, uh, a little bit years ago, but that's not, not important. Well, that's kind of important. I went to college with this guy. I actually dated his roommate for a little bit years ago, but that's not important. We turned out to be good friends since we've now both worked for the same company. We're 26. Last year, we were both going through breakups at the same time. This brought us even closer. We started chatting every day. We eventually turned sexual. At the at the time, September 2018, both of us were fresh out of a relationship, not looking for anything serious. We hooked up a few times. That fizzled for a while. And the, but then we started talking again, which is when I really started to catch feelings for this guy and knew that and he knew that he made it seem like he was catching feelings too in may we both attended another co-workers wedding we spent the wedding hanging out being fun and slightly flirty i made a lot uh made a i maybe got a little too tipsy but nothing happened at the actual wedding i ordered my o- own uber to go home but then he offered to for his brother to drop me off since he was picking him up um in the car on the way home we made out with his brother with her brother in the front Uh, in the car on the way home we made out and got a little handsy yes with his brother in the car yeah once we got to my place he offered to help me uh bring a vase of flowers in that was given to me from the wedding we made out again inside but left since his brother was waiting for him outside 10 minutes after he left my house he texted my best friend asking if another girl in our friend group was single oh Uh uh-oh He continues to reach out to me and text me random things after I called him out on this after the wedding. He knows that I don't really trust him and he's told me that he screwed up even though he probably never would have dated me. See attached screenshots. You ready? We'll read the screenshots. She wrote, wait, what? Nothing, I get it. You want to be friends, coworkers. I respect that and can handle that. She wrote, okay, but are you wanting something different is my question then. You said something along the lines of wasn't into dating, wasn't, into a date <laughs> wasn't to a dating point at was that wasn't into dating point at the time but definitely had potential not saying i want anything right now but that confuses me yeah and then he writes yeah it did have potential i just fucked up uh, fucked that up shocker i get that i'm there too not at a uh, not at a getting hitch phase point in my life lol just gotta say i still think you're hot as fuck and just can't help but think you're about Uh, About our prior good times. Wow. What a fucking. I get what happened. Yeah. He wrote. So then he wrote to her on Snapchat. He switched it. He went from Twitter. He went from text Uh, to snap and she took a picture of the snap. Uh, I had. I liked you. We had fun together like a lot of fun. And then he writes smirky face fire emoji. I'm not sure if it was quite to a dating point at the time, but I had. But it had potential. So interpret that however you want. Ha ha. You know, I should also mention he initiates every conversation that we have at work. My questions are, what gives? Why does this guy continue to reach out to me and try to mend things? We are not friends. This has turned sexual, as you always say. So what's he trying to do? Not throw away leftovers? Sorry for a long email, but this guy really messed with my head since, uh, oh, shit. Also, one other question, is it worth talking to him about why he's doing this, or is it a lost cause that I'll never have answers for? What do you think?
1: Well, I love... In the screenshot of the text convo, his initials are BS. Because I think this, fu- this, <laughs> guy is just, yeah, this guy is just a bunch of bullshit. So fuck this guy.
0: So kind of go back through it, they hooked up. They go to this wedding. They make out at the wedding in her his brother's car. Then after he texts her fr- after they make out, she texts her friend that he's interested in another girl in the group. Ten minutes after. And now they're, he keeps texting and saying that they had potential. Yeah, and
1: he's like, oh, he's all self-deprecating. I fucked up. Shocker. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. such a... Oh, That's me. Oh, yeah. oh, God. oh fuck but, up again. Yeah, but you're so hot. Like, uh, and I'm I'll, I'll,
0: always going to talk to you at work. Cause, like, he, so he's doing the thing that a lot of guys do. That they'll be like, no, I'm a loser. I'm an idiot. You know, yeah. it's me. This is what I do. I always fuck things up. He's trying to make himself like... A more broad character in a movie that you would maybe attach onto. So he's like, he's trying to write a script about him that you'll believe. So the script about him is that, oh, he's just this fuck up that, you know, shot himself in the foot again. But that's not what happened. He knowingly hooked up with you. He wants to keep casually hooking up with you whenever you'll be down for it, whenever he's lonely. But he also wants to reach out and see if he could do better than you. Not to say that you're not great. Where I'm saying in his mind, he's using you as a back, like as kind of a net to fall into if the other things don't work out.
1: There are excerpts from this email and screenshot that you could just copy and paste into the Urban Dictionary definition of a fuckboy.
0: <laughs> That's exactly there. what's
1: going on here.
0: Yeah, because everything he's doing... And listen, I don't think he's like... I don't think it's as maniacal as we're making it I don't think he's like plotting as much as but looking back like listen I've done similar things looking back at the in the rear view mirror of my life um, he's confused he knows that you like him he knows and the other thing is to let him off the hook a little bit he knows you're a good looking great girl so he's like trying to sit there not losing a good looking great girl while also trying to fuck other people yeah So that's your answer. I don't think reaching out to him is going to give you any answers. His answers are all going to be complimentary but vague. You're great. I think you're amazing. You're so hot. We have so much fun when we hook up. I don't know where my life is going. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm so busy. Get it? Complimentary
1: and vague. Yeah. uh, Maybe here's a, a suggestion depending on the physical attractiveness of his brother, you should text him and say, hey, can I get your brother's number?
0: Hey, <laughs> the Uber driver, just also change. known as
1: your brother. <laughs> just change up the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Just really, really <laughs> stir the pot.
0: Hey, I've been thinking a lot. That ride was so hot. I think it was because I was watching your brother while you were fucking touching my tits. <laughs> <laughs> <like laughs> yeah. Start again. Yeah. Hard nipples the other day. I think it's from your brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. At swoveralls underscore swoveralls.com. JTrain19 is the promo code. Kyle Bergman, thank you for coming on. I'm Jared Freed. We're every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.